This episode of For the Love with Jen Hatmaker is brought to you by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. They can be big, difficult, even scary life things, and also small inconveniences that add up day after day. The thing is, when we keep them all bottled up on the inside and just try to grin and bear it, it can start to affect us and the people around us negatively. We may even isolate ourselves, which makes it even worse. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. This was the case for me when I was at the highest stress level in my life, where the stress was even having physical consequences for me. Therapy was a huge part of my healing journey to learn how to manage the stress. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash for the love today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash for the love. You guys, how important is sleep temperature? It's everything to me. And this is where Chili Pad by Sleep Me comes in. Its mission is to elevate the quality of human life through cool sleep. The Chili Pad bed cooling system is your new bedtime solution. It lets you customize your sleeping environment to your optimal temperature, ensuring you fall asleep, stay asleep, and wake up refreshed. Chili Pad works with your existing mattress. It's a water-based mattress topper that continuously controls your bed temperature from 55 to 115 degrees. It's designed for one or two sleepers. So if your partner likes to sleep at a different temperature or you only need it for one side of the bed, it still works. I just put this on top of my existing mattress and voila. So whether you're dealing with night sweats or simply seeking a better night's rest, Chili Pad is here to transform your existing mattress into a sanctuary of cool, relief, and comfort. Visit www.sleep.me slash FTL to get your Chili Pad and save up to $315 with code FTL. This offer is exclusively available for the love listeners, only for a limited time. So order it today with free shipping and try it out for 30 days. You can return it for free if you don't like it with your sleep trial. So visit www.sleep, that's S-L-E-E-P, dot M-E slash F-T-L, because every woman deserves to wake up feeling refreshed and ready to conquer the day ahead. Hey, everybody, Jen Hatmaker here, your host of the For the Love podcast. Welcome to the show, because right now we are in a series called For the Love of Broadway. Oh, (laughs) y'all. You know how much I've loved and adored this series so far, right? I love Broadway. I think you know that about me at this point. It's so special to me. I've been going to shows for years and years and years and years. And so this series is just jam-packed with like the best of the best. And you guys, today is no exception. You're going to be so glad that you're listening to this podcast. I'm going to call it right now that you're going to be like, you know what? She was right. One thing I have just loved in the series is sitting down with these performers, like, getting into like the nitty gritty of their dreams and their experiences and their debuts and their rehearsals and their 
auditions. It's like seeing behind the curtain, literally in a way that is so fascinating to me, what drives them, what moves them, what inspires them. And you guys today, guys, the cutest, sweetest today. I am talking with actor Brandon McCall. So let me tell you about Brandon. He's from Birmingham. Alabama. He got his BA in theater from Alabama State University. And now to be sure, he has starred in some pretty big productions. Like he's been in Smokey Joe's Cafe. He was in Dream Girls. He was Sebastian in The Little Mermaid at the Red Mountain Theater in Birmingham. But this is a really, really big deal, you guys. Brandon has leaped and hopped his way right over to the New York stage where he is starring as Simba in The Lion King. <laughs> I'm so tickled because I just finished the interview with him and it's just, it's so fun to listen to his progress here. So anyway, can you imagine how exciting it is? And I know that this is coming out a little bit later, but you'll hear us talk about it. So the, the jig is up here, but this is the week that Broadway opened. When, we, when he and I recorded this, we opened it the week Broadway came back to the stage. So today in real world, in recording world, it's Thursday. His debut, the night that Broadway reopened again was Tuesday, two days ago. So not only is he having the biggest moment of his career, but it is during a week when Broadway is just absolutely electric with excitement and energy. It's back after a year and a half. So, I mean, the amount of chills, I have so much chills. So exciting. So talking to him today was so fun because he is flying high. He's like fresh on his like energy and adrenaline. And plus he's darling for those of you who ever, if you ever want to watch the podcast, instead of just listen to it, we record them all. And they're over on my YouTube channel because he is so cute. So he looks 14, but he's 32. This is such a fun conversation. He gives us all the inside scoop, what auditions are like, what it's like to kind of bootstrap it all the way up and, and then what it felt like to debut this week on the return of Broadway. It's such a fun conversation and you are going to fall so in love with the absolutely wonderful Brandon McCall. Okay, Brandon, welcome to the For the Love podcast. I'm so, 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 so happy to meet you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm happy to meet you. It's definitely an honor. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly can't believe you're awake because as we were just talking about your show opened this week, Broadway opened this week, opened two days. Wait, are we Thursday? Yes, two days ago. Thursday. I don't even know what today is. <laughs> I don't either. Brandon, uh, I mean, okay, just you have to just first tell me what it was like Tuesday for you just to have the theaters full again. And there you are in this iconic role. Uh, I mean, were you even able to take it in? I'm so curious. I, I wonder if you were like in a, having an, an out of body experience. I was between all the interviews and, and press. I was able to, you know, take in the moment every now and then. Um, but yeah, Tuesday was crazy. And also it was my Broadway debut. So that just heightened, that heightened the stakes even more. <laughs> I can't handle it. 
<laughs> so I mean, crazy Broadway debut on the day Broadway comes back after a year and a half. I mean, yes. nobody will top it. Nobody. nobody is is definitely an experience that you can't explain. It's an experience you have to experience for yourself. Totally. <laughs> like totally. I can't find the words to justify it, you know? I believe you. You know, I just told you I was in the audience of Wicked for their debut. I can't hardly figure out how to explain what it felt like to see those curtains raise again and see everybody come out in their I have chills. How did you feel the most? I mean, I'm sure you could hear everybody just like buzzing and humming, of course. Like, were you prepared for the pandemonium? Because did everybody lose it in your theater too? Everyone yeah. lost it when the curtain went up and Rafiki did her her call for Circle of Life. It was like, I don't know, a football stadium almost. <laughs> <laughs> like you would have thought like your favorite football team just scored the touchdown or just won the Super Bowl. Like it was that crazy, <laughs> so that real. loud. You know, everyone had masks on. So I can only imagine how loud it would have been. <laughs> if the mask were off like totally and it went on and on and on right like over in gershwin theater nobody could say their lines like everybody the the orchestra's like hold hold yes (laughs) hold nobody could get to it because nobody would calm down nobody had any chill at that moment we had that moment it was a moment where nala and i finish our fight we're stuck in this position and we're here for like 30 seconds. <laughs> totally. Because everyone's <laughs> totally. like, right. <laughs> It was awesome, though. It was, it was bananas. Bananas. Oh, I'm so, so excited for you. I'm so happy for you. And so now you start that Broadway grind. I mean, here it goes. I mean, it is a pace unlike almost any career I can think of. You have to like seriously fuel your mind and body to keep it up, I'm sure. Now, I know you're just in your first week here, but you've also been in rehearsals. So do you run a tight operation now from here on out? Yes, I have to. Warming up the voice, the body, drinking tons of water. It's it's a lot. It takes a lot. You know, eight shows a week. Oh, my gosh. Two shows on Saturday and Sunday. Like, you have to take care of your body. I can't stress that enough. You have to take care of your body and your voice, your instrument. You have to. There's no way around it. There's no other way. You know, I learned that is why the sort of the cast right behind the lead cast, you know, all of your, um, what is the word I'm just losing? Not standby. Yeah. We do have standbys. So there's standbys, there's covers or understudy, you know. Yeah, there. There's all the all words. Of them. They're important because at some point people start going down. Right. <laughs> like right. it takes a toll. Yeah. And that is a real important like part of the cast is like, how can we make sure the show always goes right. on? OK, so let's go back earlier. I'm sorry. I could not wait <laughs> to start talking to you about this week. But I've told my listeners kind of a high level about you. And but for everyone here listening who's like new to you and new to your work, can you just go back a little bit and talk about kind of who you are, what your personal deal is (laughs) and the path to where you got just to today? Awesome. Yeah. I started acting when I was 12. I probably started singing when I was like six or seven, but yeah, I went to Alabama state university, as you stated, got my degree in theater, went to Sacramento B street and did a, 
actor intensive there and I got my equity card there as well. And then after that, I had to go back home and get married because I had proposed to my wife right before I left for Sacramento. So <laughs> I had to make sure I went back. <laughs> I'd have a little minute to go home and get right. married. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to go back home, get married and, you know, stayed home for a while and had to find my bearings again. And I started performing with Red Mountain Theater and did a ton of shows there. Um, and that's where I met my manager who, you know, pretty much got me into the auditions for The Lion King. So yeah, yes, I have a wife, beautiful wife. I have two beautiful daughters, Brea and Briley. My wife's name is Danica. Love y'all. Yeah. Okay, you did it. You made it. Okay. I have a bunch of questions about everything you just said. I want to start here. Okay. Way back at the beginning, back when you were just a kid, mm -hmm. I'm curious if there was a front door into your passion for singing and acting. Like, what were you watching? What were you listening to? Was there any sort of catalyst where you were like, that is the thing. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Like, I'm going to follow that unlikely path, like all the way eventually to Broadway. Right. Yeah, I started singing very young. But, you know, at that age, you don't know what to do with it. You just know that you're singing. You're just going to sing right, in church. That's it. Yeah. You know, mommy puts yeah. you up there and she's like, okay, go do the solo. And you're like, okay. <laughs> so, you know, I was singing in church. And then, you know, around the age of 12 is when I got into acting. I already knew I could dance. That was a thing. But all of it was just hobbies, like things I like to do, you know? Sure. Of course. You're just a kid. Right. So, you know, turn 12. My mom wants to keep me out of trouble. She goes to work in the summer. So she's like, you're not going to stay in my house all day. <laughs> you got to find something to do. Yeah. There was this theater troupe, JCCEO Yes Ambassadors back in Birmingham that she allowed me to audition for. Well, made me audition for. Let's put it that way. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she heard about the audition from a friend. And so, you know, went into the audition, did my song, monologue, dance, and got a call back. You know, so by this time, I have no idea what to expect. All I know is my mom made me come to this thing, give sure. me something to do during the summer. And <laughs> went in there, got the call back. First day of rehearsal, we're doing the table read. I'm like, oh, okay, this is pretty cool. The director sees me and this other guy, and we look alike. Like, we look like brothers. And so she specifically okay. wrote a part for us. The JCCO Yes Ambassadors would do shows that dealt with, you know, issues that youth would deal with. So all our shows were for youth, sure. you know, in this particular show, we were talking about the exit exam that, you know, seniors have to take mm -hmm. in order to, you know, mm -hmm. move on and graduate. So the show was about that, all the anxiety and the stress that comes with taking those tests. So it dealt with all that. And me and my friend became the mascots of this high school. <laughs> so the director wrote this part <laughs> just for us. And we became the Red Devils. That So everywhere we went, we were the Little Red Devils. And, you oh know, every time we came out, the crowd would just go crazy. And so when that happened, 12-year-old boys were like, oh, oh yeah. yes. Wait a minute. <laughs> I <laughs> like it. <laughs> totally. So I did that from the age of 12 all the way to 18. And I'll never forget, you know, it became a passion you know, doing this every year for, you know, six or seven years. Sure. And I'll never forget my senior year, my um, ninth grade history teacher, she was asking me, you know, what, what do you want to do? What are you going to school for? 
I said, you know, at this time I wanted to be a pediatrician. I was like, I'll go for biology. And she said, okay, good. Cause I, you know, I didn't think the acting thing would work for you. I said, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> so that moment I said, okay, thanks. Walked off from her, went to my counselor, changed my major to theater that day. Yes. Yeah, I, I have a thing. You uh. cannot tell me what I can do. <laughs> you cannot tell me what I can't be. I'm going to go against it, you know, and, and do what I, you know, what I feel like I was purposed to do. Right. And Brandon, <laughs> who's laughing now? Right. I want to call her right now on. Her on the phone and be like, you need to do better. You, know, <laughs> you need to do better. But in a weird way, like I thank her because if it wasn't for her comment, you know, I probably would have still tried to follow that path of being a pediatrician, you know, and I would have loved it because I love kids, you know, I have two of my own. So, you know, it, it, it would have been nice. Oh, but no, you're doing what you're meant exactly. to do. You follow the right exactly. path. We're dying to hear about your whole audition process for Lion King. Like when your manager said, I'm going to send you to, to Lion King, I mean, it's iconic. Right. It's, it's the Lion King. I just would love to hear what were you thinking? What were you feeling? What was the audition process like? Cause that's a whole deal. Oh, of course. It's just a whole deal. And like, take us, take us through yeah, it. So met my manager, the Red Mount theater. She came to see my show, the little mermaid. I was playing Sebastian. And so she was like, yeah, you're great. You're great. And I think around this time I was maybe 20 or 25. And she usually, usually represents, you know, artists that are younger. She was like, you have the face, you have the physique, like you could go for 17, 18 years old. I still can, I believe. Yeah, you, you look, I, I, you look like I should drive you to oh, high school. Oh God, and I'm 32. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. I do not look 32. I really yeah. don't. Some days you I wish not. I did, you know? Oh no. <laughs> You're going to get carded for the next oh, 20 years. next 20 years. Like, crazy yes. so yeah she, she said well let's you know let's do a trial run you know i'll manage you for a little bit and see how it goes i said of course i would love that 2017 comes around and that's my first time auditioning for the lion king and i was like wait who what for the lion king she's like yeah and december okay all right <laughs> i can't <handle. laughs> whoa rewind so the first broadway show that I saw was The Lion King, 2003. No yes, way. Birmingham, Alabama, it was the touring company. Yes, so like, we're talking about full circle, circle of life. So yes, 2017, I go audition and the casting director's like, you have the potential. And I did the song. And of course, you know, that song, Endless Night, is, oh. All of us can sing it by heart. Like Ugh. it's so imp it's so special to kind of the cultural vernacular. Yes. Like, yes, yeah. But as an artist, it's so tough to tell that story. You know, everyone can relate to it, but when an artist gets on that stage and and has to actually tell the story through song, you know, it's it, it can be a little tough. And yes, I'm sure. And you know, I went in. He was like, "You can sing it." but I need you to tell the story. I need you to feel it. And I did the scene and he was like, he's like, okay, wait. He's like, you know what, do the scene again and then I'll tell you my comment. So I did the scene again and he was like, you're, you're good. 
he was like, I wish you would have done the scene. No, I wish you would have done the song like you did the scene because I can see the story. I can see where you're going. I can see, you know, I see the thought process. I, you're telling the story, you know? He was like, man, you have the potential. I'll tell you what, I'll, you know, later down the line, <laughs> we'll bring you back in. He was like, but, you know, go work on these things, work on telling the story, work on relating to it, work on being Simba, you know? So I had a lot to take in on that day, but as he said, he kept his word. My manager even told me, she was like, hey, they're gonna call you back in to audition. So just be ready. And sure enough, 2018 rolls around and I go in again. And this time I make it all the way to the dance call, you know, the final call. And they kept three guys back. I was not one of the three guys, but the experience was so, so amazing. You had all these um, young black men in this one room. And by this time, Black Panther had just came out. So <laughs> we're yeah, all like, yeah. oh, what kind of You're up in the rafters. Right? Like, what kind yeah, of totally. we are in it, supporting each other. <laughs> and, you know. Yeah, it's so good. This industry can be very competitive. But in that moment, everyone was supporting each other. We did the dance like one by one and it was, you know, everybody was cheering each other wrong. Like, no, you got it. You got it. We had one guy that kind of messed up his foot. It was like, no, 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 no. You're doing this again. Go get yourself straight. You got this. Like, it was amazing. The energy, everything, the experience, the best audition experience I've ever had. And so even not staying back to, you know, talk with the creatives. felt like I won, you know. Yeah, I didn't leave that place with my head down. My head was up. I called my manager. I was like, hey, this was amazing. No, I did not get the part. But <laughs> I said, this was amazing. <laughs> she was like, okay. She was like, well, guess what? They're going to call you back again. So don't worry about it. Sure enough, didn't go in for another audition. It was a couple months later. And they needed a replacement for the ensemble. One of the guys was leaving to, you know, chase other dreams. And my manager calls me and she's like, hey, um, so Lion King wants you and they want you in the ensemble and to understudy Simba. And I was like, wow, silence. She was like, hello. I was like, well, <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. She was like, okay, great, great, great. She was like, so wow. what, you know, what do you think? I was like, yes, like, yes, like, let's do this. <laughs> and by this time, I forgot that I was totally in another contract to do In the Heights in Hartford, Connecticut. Oh, yeah, I was cast as Benny to do In the Heights, and wow, my manager was like, "Okay, so we need to make a call and see how can we, you know, navigate through this." And I got in touch with the artistic director. It took all day; like I was sending emails, no response, and finally, like later that night. My manager is like emailing me like, hey, we need to give Disney an answer. And I'm like, do you really have to say it like that? Do you have to say Disney? Like, <laughs> can you bring it down a little bit? You had to drop that you right know? out of your mouth. Like, come on. Yeah. I was like, okay, okay. And I'm like, I don't want to keep bugging this guy because I'm asking him to let me out of this show. Like, literally, I was going to fly out. I think my manager called me either a Thursday or Friday. I was supposed to fly out Monday to start rehearsals for this Whoa. show. For in the high no wonder they were ignoring your emails like, oh my god but uh, later that night the guy emailed me he was like what are you serious like no go have fun do what you gotta oh. do 
get me a ticket. Aww. He was like, man, I was trying to catch you before you became a star. He was like, <laughs> he was like, I was trying to get you on the stage before That's you became awesome. a star. And he was like, man, go, go have fun. He was like, this, this, you know, once in a lifetime. And, you know, yeah. I, I definitely owe him. I, I owe him. Oh, I didn't think the story was going that way. I love yes, to hear that. Yes. And we, we actually had the show in Hartford, Connecticut, and I was trying to get in touch with him. I did. I was like, hey, I want you to come to the show. I'll buy your ticket, whatever. Like, I huh. I want to pay you for that. Good for you. He was busy. You know, he's an artistic director of the theater, so he had his own sure. stuff going on. But I plan on whenever he's in the area. That's fantastic. It feels like to me, and this is just, I'm guessing, I'm completely guessing at this, but to some degree, the theater community is just, it's so niche. It's such a small, specialized community that I would think in large, you're pretty much cheering each other on. Obviously with a lot of competitiveness built in, this is part of the deal. You're all going for singles. <laughs> right. But even between the the managers and the the whole the whole crew, it just feels like I'd love to hear that he was like, go chase it. Like go live your dream. You deserve it. I knew it. I saw it in you. Tried to catch you by the tail, but it's too late. <laughs> The fall season is officially here. And what that means to me is this. Football is on in our house every weekend. This time of year also means I'm in the kitchen making all my favorite cozy, comforting things because football and cooking just go together for me. Some of my go-to recipes for fall football, or really any time, honestly, are brisket tacos, my famous no-recipe roast chicken, and of course, the best beef bourguignon you've ever tasted, and burgers, of course. But let me tell you, Butcher Box is really my MVP when it comes to all of this cooking and more. They deliver the highest quality meat and seafood frozen at peak freshness right to your front doorstep with no shipping charges. With Butcher Box, you can choose from four different curated boxes or a custom box where you pick all your own things. Everything from grass-fed and finished beef and free-range organic chicken to humanely raised pork or wild-caught fish, more. Each box has nine to 11 pounds of goodness, and you also choose your own delivery frequency. I just placed another butcher box order, and this time I did a beef and chicken box. It's heavy on the ground beef, a chuck roast for that beef burgundy, a whole chicken, and beef brisket, of course. Now, here's what you really need to know for a limited time, butcher box is giving new members two pounds of free ground beef in every order for life. This is your chance to never, ever have to shop for ground beef again. Like this is a no brainer, you guys. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash for the love and get two pounds of ground beef free in every single order for the life of your membership. Log on to butcherbox.com slash for the love to claim this awesome deal. So I would love to hear how your experience in Lanking was in the ensemble and as the understudy, like you must've just been drinking from a fire hose, what you were learning. Yes. Yes. And, and it started on the tour. So like, you know, it's, it's a little easier being on Broadway cause you know, you're in one theater, but right on tour, I'm going from city to city, trying to figure out how to, you know, get my family to visit. Cause at this time, you know, it's my wife and my now four-year-old. And at the time she was two. No, I left for the tour like four or five days after her first birthday. Oh, yeah. Man. So I was there for her, her birthday party. And I think I left 
my birthday party was a Saturday. I left like that Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. 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 So, and how long is tour? Tour is year round. Like it's forever. Yeah. You know, it's just like, like, I mean, how long is your, how long do you contract to be on tour? Or is it just like no oh, end to an it? ensemble? Yeah. It's an open-ended contract as a principal. You know, I think they do a year by year contract. And, you okay. know, many people stay on the tour for years. You know, if you come in, do your job and you're great, you know, and you want to stay, then, you know, you just keep getting renewed. So, yeah. yeah, it's 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 a thing like you can make a living. on. So tour. what happened? What happened? You're on tour. Mm-hmm. You're understudy. Mm-hmm. What happened to the, from that to next? Oh, so, yeah. Understudy in the ensemble and Jared Dixon, who is now. Aaron Burr in Hamilton. Oh, yeah. Nice. He was the Simba at the time and decided he wanted to, you know, go out and, and chase other dreams. And he did. Sure. <laughs> and he booked it. Sure did. Got it. And so there was an, there was an opening, an opportunity. This time is crazy because I didn't have to ask to audition. It was like email to my manager from, you know, the creatives in Disney, producer, general manager. Hey, we want Brandon to audition. They flew me out. We were in Canada. They flew me out to New York, put me in a hotel. This is for an audition. This doesn't yeah. happen a yeah. lot for auditions, you know? Yeah. Like usually yeah. you're paying That's your own special. travel, your own housing, your lodging, like all of that. They put me in a hotel, got me a flight. I go in, audition for the creatives. And they're like, okay, good. Like, love it. Mark Brandon, casting director, walks me out. He's like, that was everything it needed to be. It was like, hey, we'll be in touch in a week to let you know, you know, how we move forward. I said, cool. I, you know, go to New I'm in New York. So I'm like, I'm going to go see a Broadway show. Why not? I go see Ain't Too Proud. Oh, so amazing. Amazing. Phenomenal. So amazing. Great show. I go see Ain't Too Proud, get on the plane, head back to Canada. Mind you, they told me it'll be a week before they reach back now. Not even an hour or two walking back into, you know, my apartment in Canada. I get an email. Hey, you got the part, basically. Yes, we want you to be our symbol on tour. It was amazing. Dot, 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 ABC. And in that moment, I was like, what? What? So I called my wife. We're screaming, going crazy, crying. Mm. Then I called my mom and my sister. And the joke was, I picked up and I said, hey, this is Simba. Because they knew I was auditioning. <laughs> yes, I was like, hey, good. this is Simba. And they was like, okay. Because they knew I was understudying Simba. So they, you know, I was like, no, this is Simba. And they was like, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that moment. Yeah. So going to rehearsals, my first show as Simba on tour was October 20th in Boston. And it was it was nice. And then, of course, you know, the pandemic and, you yeah. know. Yeah, but yeah, totally. So that was short. That was a short one. Yeah, so you only had six yeah. months, really. In March. Yeah. And now you are on Broadway. It's at the, it's the top rung. It's the very top yeah. rung. You can't make this up, you know. Yeah. You cannot make this okay, up. Okay, so you live you live in New York now. What, what's what's happening with your family? Like. Being the wife of a Broadway performer, I just can only imagine. <laughs> she's just got to be flexible. Oh, flexible. Guess what? We live in New York right. now. She's basking in the moment. They're still in Alabama right now. We, we still have a lot of responsibility there. 
we have a home there. She's working there. She's a director, director of a private school. So, you know, she's running the school. My four-year-old also attends the school. So, you know, there's a whole nother life there and family ties to the school as well. Her dad founded the church that the school is under. So dad passed. Deep roots. Yeah, deep roots. Dad passed in 97. Mom took over. Mom passed in 2018. And so now it's her and her brother, you know, figuring these things out and, and keeping that legacy alive. So there's a lot of responsibility, a lot of family ties. Yeah. Deep roots. Of course. That's yeah. There. That's special. So um, that's home you know. too. So, and, and she supports me in everything I do. So I can't do anything but support her in that, but they would definitely visit a lot. She was at my debut. So you know, um, she had to, I couldn't, I couldn't ask, ask for anything more like to have her there the day before and the day of, the day after, like, I I really needed her here. Like, she was, she kept me mm, sane. Of course she did. She kept me calm, you know, and it was amazing. She must have cried the whole time. Oh, we both I did. just would, I, <laughs> I bet she just fell apart. Were you so nervous? How did you feel? I felt great because she was here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. If she wasn't okay. here, I- She anchored you down? Yeah, she definitely did in every moment. I remember, like, getting- an email someone was asking to do the interview like right before you know the show and and they was like we just need 15 minutes i'm like no, bro read the room i was like i have I'm about to go on you no. know i have like three or four other interviews i have to do today and i just i just want a moment to kind of like relax you know and she was like okay we'll say no it's okay to say no and i was like i don't want to she was like it's okay she was like, you have to, you have to look out for yourself right now. She was like, you mental health is a thing, you know. She's like, you have to look out for your mental. If you need the space, take the space. You have every right to do so. And so, you know, I told him I was like, hey, I can't do it. Is you know, there's a lot going on. And I was like, hey, if there's another time, then let's do, let's do that, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, but and that's somebody who loves you because, of course, everybody who's primarily just attached to you via your career yeah it's going to be like you can do it mm -hmm. just just run the gauntlet mm -hmm. run the gauntlet of interviews <laughs> you got enough in the tank right but the people who love you most are able to say hard no right now like you need to just sit and like be in your body and be in your like soul and get ready for this huge night and I'm so happy that you did that and that it was special for you I'm so glad she was there yeah and so I guess you'll just come back and forth when she can yes. right and you too yes definitely I actually go home next weekend to be in a friend's wedding so you know that'll be nice to go home and and be around my family for a little bit after you know these crazy two weeks <laughs> bonkers yeah i just you and i cannot really adequately explain to people what it is like this week on broadway like we're in line outside and it's just spontaneous dance parties everywhere everyone's in costume I don't know how it was <laughs> for you, but every they're showing up in 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 costume and keeping with the show's yeah. theme and wow. cameras everywhere, like video. You know, it's just Broadway was absolutely electric to be on this week. And yes. I'm just thrilled for you that not only was it your debut, but it was this like, you know, Broadway is back moment, which is so special. And so special. you'll be telling this story when you are old and gray you know, of this week of your life and what yeah. it was like. So I'd love to know uh, if you have one, mm -hmm. 
as you kind of like look ahead and start thinking about the next five, 10 years, 15 years, because, yeah. you know, Broadway has the opportunity to provide a nice long runway for an incredible career. Yeah. Do you have a dream role that you would love or a dream cast you'd love to be a part of or a show that you're like, Ugh, Ooh, that's, man. that would be so it for me. Wow. You know, I really don't have a dream role on Broadway per se. Of course it was Simba because that was the first show I saw, you know, I, you know, fell in love with the Lion King, but it would be a dream role in film. And it would be, mm. yeah, it would be the um, autobio of Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Oh, it just rendered me speechless. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really, really would like to do that. Ooh, let's just speak that into the world. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, That'd be really special. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, mm. he was definitely an inspiration to so many, but especially Absolutely. to me, just the kind of actor he was, the artist, and for him to play so many iconic Black figures, you know, it was, he did amazing work. He did amazing oh, work. What a loss. What a loss. I know. I know. It's just not fair. It's not. It's really not. It's not fair. Yeah. Oh, I love that dream for you. Love it. That's amazing. I just feel like that project will certainly come to pass. His life's too special not to kind of produce like that. Okay. Even if it doesn't, even if I'm not cast, like I want to make sure it's done. You know what I mean? I want to get to the right people and make sure that, hey, we need to do this. Yeah. You know, I like this so much. He deserves, he deserves a great a great autobio. He, you know, he deserves it for sure. Oh, a biopic. Good one. Yeah. That's a great biopic. answer. I love that. I'm so interested right now in elevating and celebrating good things. So, community, I'd like to introduce you to Abel. If you're not familiar with Able, they are an ethical fashion brand that employs and empowers women as a solution to end poverty. <laughs> love. They're deeply devoted also to quality, both in the products they make and in the quality of life they aim to provide. So they invest in, train, and educate women so they can earn a living, break the cycle of poverty, and thrive. And would you believe it all started with scarves for them in Ethiopia? They met women coming out of the commercial sex industry who asked for help finding jobs. So they trained them to make scarves. And after selling over 4,000 of them in two months, they knew they were onto something. And now Abel has grown from hand-woven scarves to a whole lifestyle brand with leather bags and clothes, shoes, jewelry, and more. I have so much of their stuff that I wear on constant rotation. I cannot say enough good things about Able. Truly, come check them out for the cause and their incredible business practices and stay for the fashion. You can get 20% off site-wide with my code 20GIN at livefashionable.com. So that's 20GIN at livefashionable.com. Great stories are powerful, right? That's why I love this podcast. We get to hear people from all walks of life talking about their obstacles and their wins. And you know another place we get to do that? 
the Jen Hatmaker Book Club. And I want you to join today because if you love this podcast, you're going to love the book club. Here's the deal. Each month, we'll dive into a fantastic book and we read all kinds of stuff, fiction, memoirs, self-help, all of it. Every single book is something I have read and loved. And I just know you will too. After you sign up every month, I'll send you a box with the book and other fun treats. Plus, your membership comes with a whole slew of perks. You get resources like reading plans, weekly summaries, discussion questions. Plus, you get tons of exclusive community stuff. You get access to our private Facebook group where you can connect with me and all your fellow members. And there's a monthly Facebook live chat session with me and sometimes some surprise guests. Sometimes I pop into the Zoom meetings of our local chapters, which is always delightful. Plus, we do some cool stuff with the book's author. They curate these awesome Spotify playlists just for us. Plus, I record a podcast with the author or another special guest, and we talk about the book. It is an incredible way to cap it all off. And you know what makes a book club great? The people. This community is the kindest, most supportive group you can possibly imagine. So sign up today at jenhatmakerbookclub.com. We are here waiting to welcome you into the sisterhood with open arms. So join us at jenhatmakerbookclub.com today. Okay, back to our show. All right. We're going to wrap this up. This is a Broadway series right now on the show, which is so fun. And so I'm asking all the performers these same questions. (laughs) This is a fun one. I hope you have a good story. Can you just tell us about the moment, the the worst or most hilarious or most embarrassing or most disastrous moment you ever had on stage where you're just like, why God, why take me out? Um, and maybe it wasn't even you, but maybe you were just there. I have no idea. You right. just tell me. We love these crash and burn stories. Everybody has one. Yes. I don't know. Okay. So there's this one time I was doing Simba on on tour, and there's this moment with Rafiki, and <laughs> she says, "Oh, the weather, most peculiar." Eh? And I'm like, "Yeah." Line. 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 And so she's trying to help me. She's like, yeah. So my line is, yeah, looks like the winds are changing. And I was like, yeah. yeah. She was like, oh, most yeah. peculiar. Eh? And I said, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was like, yeah, the winds. And I was like, yeah, the clouds. <laughs> They're doing something. The clouds are changing. Like she gave me the line, and I still said clouds. Like it was wind, and I'm like, winds? No, that's not it. That's, that's not it. something else. Like literally, we're there for like. Your brain just went empty. It emptied out. It emptied out, and I'm like, yeah, winds. The winds are the clouds. Yeah. The clouds. Clouds are shifting. There's something in the air. <laughs> something out there. I don't know. I don't know. But that's when the, like that white hot adrenaline is going through your body. Like, where am I? Where am exactly. I? Exactly. What? What are? Who am? Who Simba? And what's the, what's in the clouds? And those moments are only like usually five ten seconds, but it feels like uh, it's an hour. Totally. Like an hour of you searching for this line, yes. 
you think everybody's looking at you like, what is wrong with this guy? Uh-huh. Everyone is just uh-huh. like waiting on you. We lost him. Right. You know, and it's only like five <laughs> or 10 seconds that this happened. The audience doesn't even know. They don't even know. Like nobody even notices that. It's just an eternity right. inside your own heart. Exactly. <laughs> well, you'll never miss that line again. Never. Never. As long as you live. Never. Okay. How about this? This is what I'd love to hear. Do you have like a, a treasured or a favorite Broadway icon that has influenced you in a way that's kind of profound? Or maybe just one. Maybe you just pick one. There's so many. Yeah. So many. Denzel Washington was on Broadway. Yeah. Denzel. That's good. To see, to see that he even, you know, goes back to Broadway and, and direct and produce and even get on the stage. You know, a lot of people don't realize that's where it starts. You know, that's where you really hone your craft and and figure out who you are. Live theater, you know, not anyone can do film, but when you do theater and have that foundation, that background, and you can go from, you know, being big and and bring it down, like, it's amazing to see actors from theater go into film because it's just, it's like, oh my God, like, so intimate and you know i'm used to seeing this yeah. big person on stage and to see them like hone in and, and just zone in and, and just have this intimate moment on film is it's amazing but yeah denzel washington to watch him do that and still you know remember his roots and go back to the stage and and do what he does like yeah i i want to be that type of artist you know that goes back and and not afraid to say no, 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 no. I'm going to go back on stage. Yeah, I've done these movies or whatever, but stage is where home is. And that's where I really was rooted in. That's where I learned my craft. That's where I perfected it, you know? Mm. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Denzel. Lord have, Lord have grace. <laughs> <laughs> National treasure. Man. Okay, last question. And I actually ask everybody this in every series. And I actually learned this question from a priest that I love. And she she said this one time. And you can answer this, by the way, Brandon, however you want. Like, this can be serious. It can be ridiculous. Like, it runs the gamut. So just you answer how you want. But her question is, what is saving your life right now? Oh, my girls. When I say my girls, my wife and and my two daughters. Yeah. Got a house of women. Yes. Fruit snacks. (laughs) Fruit snacks are saving my life. Uh, Sleep. Sleep. And, and water. That's it. That's your tools. That's there it. There it is. That's saving my life right now. Oh, <laughs> I can't wait to look at pictures of your girls. They're at oh. such sweet ages. Like, that's the cutest yeah. and the funniest. Listen, you're a lucky dad. <laughs> you are. It is hilarious to grow up in a house of girls. I was the oldest of four. And the top three of us were girls. And my dad, God love him. I mean, he just did the thing. I mean, he just did the thing. Ah, he's the well, best. Look, I need some pointers. I need some tips. Like... You do. It's, listen, it's coming. It's coming. Oh, You're going to learn more about, about living it. with women than you ever knew. But listen, I just want to say that I am so excited for you. I'm so proud of you. It's thrilling to get to watch your star just continue to rise. And I hope that your experience on Broadway in the Lion King is just a little special piece of magic that you'll always, always, always have in your whole life. And so next time I'm in New York, I will be in the audience to watch you. Uh, next let time, let me know. I will let, let you know. know, and that is All a right. fact, Jack. 
So thank you for making time for this show in this enormous week. And I hope your show tonight is amazing. It's just, I know how the audience members feel. So I'm so excited for them too, just to watch you come out and do what you do. So good for you. Good for you. you. Can't wait to see you in that Chadwick movie too. Uh, Keep speaking it. Yeah. Keep speaking it. I am. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Thanks, Brandon. Great to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Okay, you guys, fun, right? So fun, so fun. I can never tell if people are as delighted and enthusiastic about Broadway and Broadway performance as I am, but every single bit about it to me is exciting. <laughs> it's it's magical, it's creative, it's moving, it's inspiring, it's beautiful to look at, it's beautiful to listen to. Like I'll just never get enough of it. And so getting to speak to these incredible, these talented performers who kind of bring us back behind the curtain and tell us what it's like is so fun for me. I love the Broadway series, you guys. The stars that we have in the series are it's just dumb. Okay. So if you've missed any of them, go back. And by the way, you'll never miss an episode if you just subscribe. So wherever you listen to your podcast, just subscribe to the For the Love podcast and it'll show up for you every single week. Thank you, by the way, for doing that. We love our subscribers and thank you for all your reviews and your ratings. They mean the, we've read every single one of them every single one of them that has ever been written. And so I know that you're also loving the Broadway series too. So thanks for being nerdy with me and just as excited as I am. All right, you guys, Brandon. Yay, Brandon. Love him so much. If you go to jenhatmaker.com under the podcast tab, I'll have all this stuff. I'll have the show notes. I'll have a link to the YouTube channel if you'd like to watch us talking. And then I'll have links to all of Brandon's socials. He's really fun to follow on social, by the way. Okay. Okay. More to come next week. You guys don't miss it. See you then.